Hey, sisters. We are still looking for a few of you guys to send us your stories. We love to read them. We're having a great time, and we would love to read some of them on air. So shoot them over to us. You can check us out on Instagram at Hey Sisters Podcast, or you can email them to Hey Sisters Pod at gmail.com. Why aren't, you're being very feisty this podcast. I'm not. Like, no, I, I was wanting to make, I'm scared. Knitting. I'm scared. Oh, this is your. Oh, okay. I can see that. Your natural reaction to terrifying things is to rationalize them. Yes. All rationalize right. them and then like giggle fits. Okay. Well, you're you're doing it well. And perhaps wet my pants. Go ahead. Do you need to go to the bathroom? No, I'm fine. I don't need to pee okay. pee. Okay. Mom. All right. Well, you said <laughs> pee your pants. Hey sisters. Hey sisters. I'm Gretchen. And I'm Jessie. And this is a podcast. A podcast? Yes it is. Wow. Yeah, who knew? About sisters, for sisters, by sisters, and also for everybody. Everyone body? Everyone body. Everyone body. All right. I am so excited about this story. I don't even want to waste any of our time. Well, I guess we can talk about what we've been up to because it totally inspired this. We've been watching on a very rare, like, chill down day, TV during the day for Gretchen. Um, <laughs> for Gretchen. For Gretchen. <laughs> Sometimes I watch TV during the day, I'll admit it. But um, we've been watching The Haunting of Hill House. Is that right? Yes, The Haunting of Hill House. I've I know I'm late. It. I know I'm late. Yeah. But honestly, like, it's been so long since I've watched it that I'm enjoying it. Good. I feel like there is an underground group of lawn care specialists who immediately get on radios within their group when they know a podcaster is going live or recording. Sorry, not going yes, live. Yes, absolutely. Or YouTube. I have a TikTok of me trying to start recording for my podcast for Raggedy Auntie. I have a video. Like, every time I open my mouth, a leaf blower goes off. That's 100% what's happening here. But... That is not what this is about. Um, this story. <laughs> it's not just, about us like sitting on the couch listening to people do lawns. Lawn stuff. This story has everything in it from a tie-in to the Salem Witch Trials. Ooh, way to um, carry through. Hollywood. Haunted houses. Very haunted houses. Um, you don't say. One of my favorite TV shows. Oh, you do say. And even TikTok. Even the tickety talks. Yeah, this goes from not sponsored. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> Soon mm, to be sponsored I by. If, TikTok. I don't know if we want the yet on TikTok. I don't want to be sponsored by TikTok. So, have you heard of the Perone family? Like, don't cry for me, Argentina. No, Ava Perone. No, this is the Perone family that lived in a house in Rhode Island that, um. It inspired, the sto- their story inspired the Conjuring films. Nope. Haven't seen those. Nope. Will not see those. They're pretty creepy, but they're pretty good. They're not, I mean, the accuracy is somewhat there, but it's obviously not the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Um, but this family was made up of sisters, of sibling-wise. Okay. Of sibling-wise? S- of sibling-wise. This was a family with four or five girls. Oldest name is Andrea. She comes up a lot because she actually wrote a book about this experience. Andrea, Nancy, Christine, Cindy, and April. What's our uh, era? The era, I was getting there. 
Okay, sorry. Just a little patience. Um, they lived in this haunted house in Rhode Island from 1970 to 1980. Okay. So they lived there for 10 years. So, yes, they are all still alive. And they have approved of all the media around it. So the movies. Oh, wow. So like The Conjuring and all uh, those the things? Books. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, Haunting of Hill House does have some inspiration just from events. Not at all from exactly what happened. I mean, that's gotcha. totally different. But it has some events that are similar as in like the book writing, but it caused this big, great strife in the TV show. But it did not in this family. They've been very supportive of each other along the way. Um, so a lot of what I'm going to share comes from her book because it's okay. very accurate. Cool. Um, so we'll go, we'll kind of, kind of jump back and forth a little bit, but stay in chronological ish order. When they bought the house, there was no law in Rhode Island about having to disclose a haunted house. Okay. So the parents... Well, do you disclose a haunted house or do you disclose a house that someone has died in? I don't think there's a law about disclosing full, a haunted house. Well... People have died in this house as well. Okay. But, like, as far as legality goes, it's usually the person that someone's died in the home, not so much that it's haunted because haunted is not legally something Look you it can up. prove. What do you think? Find, well, find my that My Google for machine's us. in the living room, so I'm going to have to use the big Google machine. Let's, let's find it. I'll find it real quick. Do you have to? Like, I feel like that's, like, saying you also have to disclose if someone's a psychic or not. Not everyone believes in it. Um, New York requires that. A haunted house? Yeah. Texans do not have the right. It says, um, let's see. But, like, what do you disclose? People think it's a haunted house? I'm sure if it's, like, a known, let's see. In New York, for instance, a seller must disclose if a home has a reputation for being dis- for being haunted ever since 1991. There's court case and everything. Wow. So I guess in some, oh, wait, sta- some is, states. Is that the one where it was haunted and people started dying? I don't know, but that's not the okay. story we're on. I, I know. just wanted I was to just know wondering. if that, if it was Oh, it's about being psychologically affected by a stigma. It's not about you might be haunted. I think it's about exactly what it says. If it has a reputation for being haunted, you have to disclose it. It doesn't mean it matter what. Many states have statutes that say property facts that could cause stigma or psychological impact need not be disclosed. Okay. Cool. I'm telling okay. you what it says. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, potentially, there is law now in Rhode Island. We don't know for sure. But there are laws around the country that say you have to disclose a house is haunted. That was not the thing for this. That has the reputation of being haunted. Why are we getting stuck on this point? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's it's weird to write a law that says you have to disclose if something you're selling is being haunted. That's like saying you have to disclose if somebody's wet the pants that you're trying to resell on Facebook Marketplace. Which you should probably disclose that as well. Only if you're selling them wet. I do not want to buy pee-pee pants, but that's not what we're talking about. Okay, so if you will, for one moment, get past Okay, this. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Good Lord. Okay, so they didn't disclose that it was haunted. Don't say anything. But when the guy was leaving, he said, for God's sake, for the love of your family, leave the lights on at night. Okay, what? Like, after they bought it. So, one of the parts that's kind of frustrating about this is the Perone family was looking to get out of the busy city. They wanted a house in the country. 
they wanted their kids to be able to play and move. Yeah. And so they put a lot of money into this house because it came with like 200 acres or something. Wow. Right. It came with a lot of property. It was an old, 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 old farmhouse. So they were probably, it doesn't say all of this. There's some alluding to why they stayed there as long as they did. They're probably putting a lot of money in this. I'm sure they were. Right. Um, so that's that's what's going on. They're moving into the house. And again, this is the house that The Conjuring is based on. So if you've seen it, um, they completely liked it. They thought it was pretty accurate-ish. There's some weirdness in there, and we'll talk about that. But uh, Perone even said, it's an informative film, beautifully done. There's just so much of the story to tell. By the way, they're all named Perone. This is specifically Andrea. Very, very well. <laughs> Um, so if you've I'm seen just going to assume anytime you say Perone that it's Angela because you said Angela's coming up a lot. It's Andrea. Yeah. Andrea. It's Andrea. <laughs> Angela is the one that we don't talk about. We don't talk about Angela. Angela. No, no. Um, so if you've seen the movie, you kind of have an idea, but I'm going to give you a lot of information about what went on in that house. Good, because I haven't seen the movies. Um, to this day, there are even things that went on in there that no one will discuss. Ooh. Right. Which makes me want to know what it is. Exactly. But no one will discuss it. Probably an agreement within the family. Um, so they did, once they moved in and stuff started happening, which I'll talk about in a minute, is they did some digging. And it turns out eight generations of one extended family lived and died in that house prior to their arrival. Yikes. So when you say, did someone die in the house? Uh, a lot. A whole, a whole family tree. Yeah. And Andrea says some of them never left. Well... Right? Um, it's the family house. The town's former public records book, which was called The Black Book of Burlville. The Black Book of Burlville. But why are we naming our town record book that? That's just weird to me. Um, reveals that over the course of his existence, the property um, had like all kinds of not just deaths, but like murder, suicide, drownings, like uh, people even froze to death. Yo, right. So, that's... so the deaths recorded in the super official and accurate Black Book of Burlville were not just in their sleep on a bed, right? Right. So they were creepy. 116. Right. Um, so when they moved in, stuff started happening almost immediately. Uh, the girls noticed a young boy wandering about the house. He would move their toys. One of the sisters, Carolyn noticed a broom that would always move around and sometimes she would hear the sounds of it even if it wasn't sweeping so there was a haunted oh, broom not a haunted broom the haunted broom in the black book of burlville so many bees we can get black book of burlville right <laughs> bubble bio um and sometimes this is really creepy if she left the room and came back there'd be a little pile of stuff on the floor which okay like it had been swept up yes but i am all about that life Bring me yeah. the ghost who's going to sweep my kitchen. Can I get a haunted steam cleaner for my carpet? A Absolutely. haunted <laughs> wall washer. A haunted... I don't know why I said wall washer. That's a weird one. I mean, no. Walls need to get washed. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I've ever washed my walls. Now that I kind of think I probably should. I've washed my walls. Oh, good for you. Only once. Well, that's not a ghost that I'm against. So, so far, I'm sold. I yeah. Will, I would buy the house, too. Um, but it gets... It gets grosser. Apparently, the girls would see a man with a crooked smile. 
when they would play. Yeesh. Which has some some stuff going on with the Haunting, Haunting of Hill, Hill House. House. Um, but they actually saw the spirit so much they gave it a name. What was his name? Manny. Oh, Very so like. Very creative. Yeah. <laughs> we see a man and he watches us while we play. Our parents don't, so we'll call him Manny. Manny. Was he the original Manny? Yeah, the OG Manny. That's what this that this episode title has just titled itself. Yeah, the OG Manny. The OG Manny. Um, and at this point, their parents, Roger and Carolyn, probably didn't believe it because there was it was kind of innocent. It sounds made up. And it honestly sounds like stories. They had not experienced it firsthand. It sounds like stories that a kid says to try and sound scary. Right, right. Or so, it's, and it's an old farmhouse. Like, it's creepy. It's not. It's okay. It's not the house from the movie, by the way. The house from the movie is this big, like, mansion type place. As in is, The Conjuring? In The Conjuring, as it. It's not, well, okay, it's not mansion y, but the Haunting Field House is definitely in mansion status. Yeah. It was pretty small. I mean, it was a farmhouse in Rhode Island. It's, you don't need all okay. that much room. Fair. Um, but things got worse. Um, sometimes the beds would levitate off the ground. And one of the sisters, I wish I could remember, I think it was Cindy. Cindy or Carolyn, one of the ones with the C. Um, she had a lot happen to her. Like with the bedroom and all of that. That oh, was no. a lot would happen to her. Um Furniture would glide across the floor. Doors would open and slam shut so much that pictures would fall off their, off the walls frequently. Ooh. Um, and uh, there was a um, a dark presence who started to attack and haunt Carolyn. Oh, poor Carolyn. That's the mom. Still poor Carolyn. Still poor Carolyn. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So it would have been Cindy because Carolyn was the mom. I have to go back and forth in my notes to see. Christine. So either Christine or Cindy that had all the creepy bedtime stuff. But Carolyn, the mom, finally stuff started happening to her. So now we believe um, it. So, yeah, she uh, starts to believe it. She had a moment where she was laying um, on the sofa and she began to feel like a piercing pain and she looked and there was blood there. Oh my gosh, like someone had stabbed her? Yeah, but it, she tried to find what the source was, but it looked perfectly circular. Like it, what, it would have been some kind of tack or needle or something that was could just do a complete puncture when she could oh find my animals or anything. Um and there was this theory at the time that it could potentially be, and we've heard this name before, Bathsheba Sherman. Do you remember where this came from? No. So in the Conjuring movie, they refer to Bathsheba as a witch having descended directly from Mary Esty oh, of the okay. Salem Witch Trials, okay. um, who was not a witch. <laughs> and so... That's an interesting connection. That was my foot. I'm sorry. I just oh my made goodness. a. I, just my, I was stretching my leg out. It was pretty far away, and I made this kind of banging noise. And Jesse's face. I wish you could see it. I scared her half to death. Uh, speaking of pee pants, pee pants. Don't buy anything Jesse ever sells on Facebook. Sales, sales, sells. I've, that's my. That was my speech impediment work as a child. So I will get anything that has an LL. After it, dill pickle and a dill. You want to make a dill? You want a dill pickle? I can't say me differently. All right. TMI. 
Uh, let's move on. Okay, so at this point, they're like, it must be an evil spirit. Let's have an exorcism. Because apparently, like, in the 70s, that was a thing to do. I right. don't know. I wasn't alive in the 70s, but Well, apparently... it wasn't the exorcist made in the 70s. So it was apparently, like, it was probably fed by a real... Right. And there's there's movements. Like, there was the... Um, after, actually, post a lot of wars, there's, like, a spiritualism movement. Yeah. Which is trying to contact dead loved ones. Um, there's movement. I feel like the movement now is in this like ghost hunting, like catching electronic voice. Um, also there's a big movement of being one with the spirits that haunt you. Like not we'll talk about that letting in a them moment possess with my you. New, with one of my favorite shows. <laughs> um, okay. Also, I don't know that you need to be like, it's not possession or being, anyway. We're not no, 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 no. It's like, it's like I, I'm comfortable with the energies around me. That's oh, the, kind of the new age like movement in, now. Energy. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Okay, totally. Well, apparently this was the time when it was the age of the exorcism. Whoop, whoop. And, yep. That was a really good one. You're welcome. But it wasn't really, ooh, look at, look at, look at, look at. It looks real cool, doesn't it? The sound looks cool. But that wasn't, that wasn't quite the movie one. Nah. Why don't you just stop? Okay. There's people that could be listening to this at night. And now they're turning it off, and I don't want to lose podcast. I'm sorry. It's just me. Noises. It's just me. It's I'm the I, hand behind the puppet. I did that one before, though, in another podcast. So these people are going to be. Yeah, that was accidental, though. I think that was just <laughs> the kombucha. Yes, it was a kombucha noise. Yours was just being a, a total. Jerk. Well, my first one was a raptor noise. Yeah, that's true. That one's a little more T Rexy. Yeah. The second one, you were actually trying to be scary. T Rex isn't a raptor, though. Okay. Nerd alert. Flashing lights. <laughs> no, moving not, on. It's okay. Wow. <laughs> we are not even going there. Just please just accept some information for its face value for a minute. Okay. All right. Age of exorcism. Moving on. Okay. So there is the Warrens, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were real people doing this professionally. And they're also portrayed in some movies. Lots. I'm not even touching that with a 10 foot pole because there's lots of kind of were they real, were they not. Um. <clears throat> So was it a religious exorcism book, when they did no, it? No, no, no. This is okay. just like, yeah. I don't know. We'll rid you of the spirits. Um, well, okay. I'm sorry. In the film, it was supposed to be an exorcism. So it was supposed to be a spiritual thing. Gotcha. Um, this is what Andrea Perone says in her book. There was no exorcism like in the film. It was a seance that went very wrong. Okay. So there was something like this. But she says, this is what she says of that night. What they portrayed in the film is not at all what happened. The seance was scarier. It was the oh, most cool. terrifying night of my life. Cool, cool, cool. So I don't know if I've ever heard of a situation where, like, Hollywood tames it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, mm, these audiences That's aren't ready too, for this. They're not going to believe this happened, right? Um, so what happened is the Warrens, who, if you don't know Ed Lorraine Warren, just look it up. They were kind of these psychic mediums, I think. I, I don't know. I don't want to get into it because there's a lot of conjecture around the fact that they were seeking money for things that they weren't actually good. At. You okay there? Am I boring you? No. It was. I was trying not to yawn, but I was making the the awkward long face. Yes, you were. Um, they came. The Warrens came with a medium. Perone and her younger sister Cindy, though, hid nearby to watch. Oh. So that's part of the thing. I don't think the kids were supposed to be in there. Probably not. Um, but they said that her mother was picked up and thrown into another room and her <gasps> body slammed into the ground. By this invisible th but, thing. And no one touched her. They saw this. 
Oh my gosh. Right. And so um, they didn't know what happened. And what Perone says is she suspects the medium opened a door that she couldn't close. Um, yeah, her mother actually got a concussion from the incident and took a long time to come out of the condition she was in. Uh, well, okay, it was a suspected concussion. I'm sorry, they didn't actually go take her to the hospital. But suspected concussion, which, coming from someone who had a concussion, sounds exactly the same. It takes a long time to yeah. kind of get your memory back, get your everything all in order again in your brain. Um, she was utterly drained and obviously in pain. Yeah. So it really, really messed up Carolyn. And um, the thing that they did, the Warrens, especially here, they kind of solidified for that whole family. They said, well, this is definitely Bathsheba because she was accused of murdering a baby. And so, of course, this is her evil spirit. Yeah. Put a pin in it. We'll circle back. Um, right. So that happened. Um there were other spirits. Some were benevolent. Uh, there were some, some would just make loud noises. A father, son, and a dog would appear at the top of the staircase and looking at a wall. It was a window or something. Oh. Um, it's kind of odd. Yeah. So this one, uh, which one was it? April, the youngest, had a friend with a spirit in her closet named Oliver Richardson. All The thing that... That totally creeps me out is it is like they were literally living with these people with names. And this yeah. is just so bizarre. It's not to me. like Manny. Right. This is so, um, she didn't want to tell, uh, the Warrens about him who were coming in and saying this place is haunted. We need to get rid of these spirits because she didn't want him to go. Oh, so like, it was like her friend. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like some of this is not, it's not all bad. That was a really bad thing. Um, they saw a woman, or Perone said she saw, Perone, Andrea, they're all Perone, said she saw a woman who was the exact image of herself, but in 17th century attire. I don't like that one. I don't like that one a lot, but it's not mean. Maybe. It's not mean, but like, how far will that spirit go to... Yeah, like, how do we know it's Assimilate not her likeness. It's like, so weird. Um, so here's the weirdest... No, okay, we already heard the most crazy, like, spooky thing. Right. Or scary, mean thing. We'll put it there. This is a crazy, weird, spooky, benevolent thing. One time, Carolyn looked into the dining room and saw two men sitting at the table, but it was not their table, and it was all set for, like, a dinner, and they were sitting there eating dinner. Almost okay. like a projection from a past time. Oh, like the projections in Disney's Haunted Mansion. Exactly. So basically she was going on a Haunted Mansion ride in her own home. Oh, cool. And she looked and stopped and one of the men recognized her and then pointed at her to the other man and they seemed very shocked. And Andrea says in her book, to them, she was the ghost. I always considered the house a portal, not only a portal to the past, but to the future. Why are you shaking? Because I'm scared, Gretchen. I'm fidgeting. I'm yawning. I am so scared right now. It's a story and you're not in that house. You're going to I okay. know, but like like that whole <laughs> portal thing too. Okay. That is... We are not even near Rhode Island. Uh, okay. Okay. We're Shh. good. Um, but maybe... Like it makes me wonder if one of the things that they don't talk about is that she went through the portal and put on those clothes. And she saw herself in those clothes and didn't realize it. 
Maybe. Who knows? Now you're scared because you're making. I'm conjecturing. Beep up. <laughs> I am making beep up. All that beep. Um. So stop. Just again, face value. It's a story. I know, but I, I, you know, I love a good story. I just, I want to know who's like me and is like all into this and who's like Jesse and is like, stop, stop. Well, I won't know because you'll stop listening already when she made that stupid noise. No, it was. It sounded like a velociraptor. The first one. The second one was kind of creepy. Well, I can make creepy noises. Good for. I'm glad. Thank you. I don't need any. They also sound sort of like an old you. motorbike. Room, room. That is not what an old. Okay. Can you imagine riding down the road and somebody pulls up beside you and they start at like at the stoplight and you just hear vroom, vroom. Yeah, I can. It's, it's wouldn't be real cool. It makes me laugh. It does. It is funny. Um, there's like a commercial for Geico in there somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Not sponsored by Geico either. Not, but I would love it, Geico. All right, let's keep going because someone out there actually wants to know what's happened. They're not scared yet. Um, so, yeah, they finally move out in 1980, but the story does not stop there. Oh, no. There's so much more to this story. Is it because that's the year you were born? Yes. They moved out because you were born? Yes, they moved out because I was born. They were coming to see me at the hospital and they figured they'd sell their house on the way. Perfect. Everyone who's lived in that house has experienced something. Uh, some even left screaming and running for their lives. So this is not uncommon for them to move out because of a haunting. Oh, my goodness. And it took so long because they had to get up enough, like, financially to be able to do that because they put a lot into this house, which is kind right. of sad. Um, There's even a story about a man who moved in and tried to start restoring the house. And when they sold it, he... Um, they sold it, but he never was there to sell it because he left screaming without his car, tools, clothing, never went back. He just ran off into the night? I guess so. Like, I just want to know, it's a 200-acre property. He's still running. I know, but he's not going to take his car? I guess if it's scary enough, I've gotten creeped out in my car. Did he actually run away or is he, like, walled up in the basement? We don't know. Um, so here's an interesting tidbit. At one point, someone turned it into a daycare, and it actually ended. That's my horrible. Notes, in my notes, I have WTF question mark. <laughs> like, what? What about this? Says everyone in town is afraid of this house. Let's turn it into a daycare. Right. So the daycare kids drew the same picture of things that the prone kids saw, and this is where that. So I don't know if you've watched Haunting of Hill House, but there's Bent Neck Lady, right? That whole creepy theory and everything came from this house because that was one of the things the girls reported and that's one of the things that the kids have drawn um it's bent neck lady mm-hmm. and so that was really kind of crazy is that they were drawing that and andrea has kind of formulated this belief now that since she was a young girl she started believing this that her family was meant to move into the house to share the story and ordeal with the world so that's one reason why she wrote her book but it's also why the whole family recently agreed, oh shoot, I didn't write the episode, to come together and come back to the house for the first time, except for the mom. Mom wouldn't come back, um, on an episode of Kindred Spirits. This is your new favorite show. My new favorite show. I love Kindred Spirits for many, many reasons, but um, it's it's a ghosty show, but it's not the oh, Zach Bagan screamy at the wall show. Like... 
Like, I dare you to punch me, you ghost. Like, it's not that kind of. I think you should do a show, though. I should. I'm pretty good, right? Yeah. I dare you. Oh, I dare you. No, I mean, it's very, like. So it's a paranormal investigation show. Yeah, but they're very much into, like, make sure we debunk, like, what's really going on. And one, they were literally like, hey, you've got squirrels in your walls, you know? Oh, my goodness. So they, Everything's haunted in the village where I live. Right. Yeah. So they were, it's a good show, but um, they go watch it. I'm trying to figure out which episode it's on. Let me see. Should I sing while we wait? Okay. It's season four, episode nine. Kindred spirits, um, but the an, there was an interview done with Amy Bruni, who's one of the people that's on there. That's a fun name. I think so too. One of the the lead investigators on the show, and it was super super good. So this is not on the episode. In fact, I'm not going to ruin anything on the episode because it's really good. Season four, episode nine. Go. Watch Where would it. one watch it though? Well. Like Discovery Plus, are we sponsored by them yet? No, darn. But maybe if we send them enough traffic, I think it's like Travel Channel is what hosts it, and it's Discovery Plus. Okay. And if you have like Sling, I think I watched them Sling. I don't know. Um, just look up Kindred Spirits. We can watch it. Fair. In fact, we were talking about this at the dinner table last night, and Corey found it in like two seconds. Okay, but so. remember, I was in a different conversation because we were sitting beside the. Speaker in the speaker bar, in the, playing true. the saddest country music available. Oh my gosh! And Tom Petty. That was that was a whole ordeal. Pretty much, they didn't want to clean the restaurant side again. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want to. But we had to sit in a smoky bar and eat wings, and, and then we came home like yell, we were like, eighty. God, so bad. Like, oh, it's so late. It smells like <laughs> cigarettes. Well, do you smell I hate, like cigarettes? I cannot stand the. I can't do the cigarette smoke. I just can't do it. So anyway, they had an interview with Amy Bruni. And some of the things that she was talking about were their interactions off camera. Yeah. And Cindy was there, one of the sisters. And the day before they were filming, she, Amy, brought her six-year-old daughter, Charlotte, to the house at one point. Which I'm like, what in the world were you thinking? Yeah. So I guess she stayed outside and was just playing on the grounds. Yeah. So still, it's Cindy, even creepier when you've got two hundred haunted acres. Yeah. Cindy uh, was showed up and she was happy and chatting and talking about a beautiful childhood memories, which is very unique. Is this family still remembers this as a really great time, which I think that concept is reflected in the haunting of Hill House, like the, these really strong, great family relationships. Yeah. That are there even though they're dealing with this and negative maybe because part of their life and the fact they're stuck there because of money. So there's a lot of little similarities in the yeah. deal they went through and the TV show. Um, so they were talking about, she was talking about childhood memories and Amy says, yeah, I know. Um, it must be, that makes a lot of sense. Charlotte was here and she loved it. She was just running all over. And then Cindy stopped in her tracks, got super serious and said, well, that's nice, but this is not a place for children. Good for so her. So she's like, well, what are you thinking bringing your kid here? Like, I yeah. had childhood memories, but we were kind of forced into this situation. Yeah. You don't have to bring. It was my childhood. Yeah. Yes. I don't wish it on another kid, even though it's, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, the whole walkthrough, they had happy memories. And if you watch the show, you can see this. Like, they're kind of, oh, my gosh, that's where we would do this, and we would play over here. But they would even say things like, remember, this is the door that would never stay closed? I mean, just very casual. 
Um, That's almost creepier than like. But I'm like, okay, if you saw your mom get thrown by, like the door opening is nothing. Fair. Right? Um, And uh, they would, but they would kind of switch tactics. Like all of a sudden, oh my gosh, do you remember when we went to the attic and we got locked in and something wouldn't let us out and all of a sudden it did. And uh, we couldn't get the door open and they would like cry a little bit and then move on. And they even, in the show, they had them sitting around the table and discussing some of the stuff that the investigators found. But the big thing, and this is something that was discovered on the show, that was also discussed in the article because um, Amy Bruni, one of the investigators, really felt like she needed to get out there. So one thing that they do, it's not just paranormal investigation, it's local research too. Oh, nice. So she would have gone back to that black book of whatever it was. Burlville. Burlville. Bubble bear. Yeah. Um, so she said, Baseball. you know, according to what we found in logical realm, if you're not a ghost person, you're like, this doesn't speak to me. What she found in like logical research. And then also what they found during their paranormal investigation was that it was absolutely not Bathsheba Sherman. And cool. people are just keeping her around with witch lore just like they're doing with some of those Salem witch trial people. And um, she said, you won't even see the name mentioned in the episode. However, I'm pretty sure they do mention the name of the episode, so she, she's not editing it. Yeah. <laughs> so she's yeah. like, um, but they were very adamant to say it was not that spirit because this was a woman who had been accused of a pretty serious crime. Yeah. And she didn't commit it and she was found not guilty. But the community was so against her. Public opinion. Yeah, she ended up taking her own life. Right. Which, unfortunately, instead of having some people reaching out ahead of time to see how they could help with this false accusation, sparked more rumors. So it was kind of a big deal. But I, I like that that kind of came around. That links into our Salem Witch Trials yeah. episode. But it doesn't even stop there. Oh, my land. Are you familiar with the TikTok user Madison Heinzen 207? Madison.Heinzen 207. Wait a minute. Is she, does she live in the house? Yes. And she has like all these haunted videos, right? Yeah. She has like taken this by storm. Yeah. I feel like I've seen some of her videos, but like one of my friends sends me haunted videos on TikTok all the time and I watch like two seconds of them and realize what they've done and I just panic and poop my pants. <laughs> So, Kevin, if you're listening, stop it. So, this, she used, um, this is a sound I wanted to share because she makes it in a way, she does it in a way that's actually really fun and it's easy to see, but she did live in the house. So, you know that, you'll know this sound. Um, the top of the TikTok says, when something says to get out during an investigation. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> I thought that was, so that's kind of the way she does it. She also has um, tours of the house. Cool. But it's so flippin' creepy because, th like, the thing we're talking about in the basement, there's still a table down there with chairs um, at where the mom got thrown, you know? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, there's mm -hmm. a well. There's a well in the basement. It, whether you're watching. I just feel like. Whether you're watching The Ring or lock and key. Wells are bad. Wells are, like, open top wells are just bad news bears. I feel like it, yeah. I just feel like it, just safety protocol. 
But they, little she Jessica also got into like the Encanto craze and did We Don't Talk About Bathsheba. We don't talk about Bathsheba. No, no. I'm glad you could. You look like you have dreidels on your shirt. Um, they're feathers or perhaps trees and upside down trees. Okay, I can't I can quite see. tell. I see dreidels. It's a Goodwill mostly. special. Nice. Well, that, my dear sister, are the Perone sisters. I have to say, I'm a little skeeved out. I just want, I can't wait for you to go back and edit and be like, goodness. I can't I edit this off. one at night. I'm going to have to edit this one on like Sunday Seriously? morning before church. <laughs> um, that and was then I may laugh. not even listen to this one. This is just going to go up raw. Yep. Oh my gosh. Um, anyway. Good story. Good story. Very good story. And there's lots of additional things you can go and fill your brain with now if you go want to. Go follow Madison Heinzen on TikTok. She has a bajillion followers. You but can, follow actually, her anyway. You can just type in her last name, which is H-E-I-N-Z-E-N, and she'll pop up. Ooh, there's that noise again. Ooh, that. Um, let's see how many. She has 1.2 million followers. Hey, she could use a million more, so y'all go follow her. All right. Oh, she did have to move out of the house, though. And they're like, she was very upset about it. She really liked the house. I don't remember why their family had to move out, but she absolutely actually did. Um, there's some of her, like, crying. I was going to see if it's, on like, pinned or anything. It's not. Well, now I'm sad that we won't get more from the house. Yeah, but I think if you want, if, if anybody's, like, just wanting to deep dive on this episode, there's so much content. Yeah. You are... There, isn't there like a gift shop in the house? No, I'm, I'm not a giving gift shop that. in the house. I'm not even gonna say. Um, here's one base. This is the real life conjuring house. That was, I guess, her first one. Yeah, that's the first one that went viral. Um, about the house. So she's wow. Pinned, she's pinned all these at the top, so you don't have to go far. That's incredible. It is. And scary. It is a little scary, but, you know, you're Thanks. on Rhode Island. And it's daylight, so we're good. Where we are. Bye, sisters. Bye, sisters. <laughs>